Hey, what's going on? Is it Friday? Is it Sonoma County, Santa Rosa, downtown theater district? It's Is a, it live? It's opposing media o'clock. It's opposing media podcastways live. Coming at you live, 7 o'clock in the p.m. on Friday, January 23rd. Thanks for joining us again. We are super pumped. All our pecs are totally juiced. <laughs> we, we are, are ready to go, and we couldn't have done it without KWTF 88.1 FM Bodega Bay. Remember, KWTF relies on listener support and volunteer programmers. Get involved at KWTF.net. All right. My name is uh, Stephen Thomas. I am the captain of this ship, and with me is Joe Kroll. Hi. Adam Aragon. I think I have a mic problem. Is I, am I coming in okay? Uh, is... is Adam Aragon. <laughs> I, I'm not hearing myself. Uh, I'm not. I Am I hearing? Wait. Just go. Just keep going. Just keep going. And uh, special guest star, Mike Olson. Uh, president accounted for. Is my microphone working? Yeah, I, I can hear All right. Good. Yeah, good. You're good. good. Excellent. Excellent. We like loud and clear. We uh, Mike uh, hosts the uh, comedy stand-up comedy show once a month at the Redwood Cafe. It's the second. What was it again? S- second Friday of the month. Second Friday of every month mm-hmm. at the Redwood Cafe in downtown Katati. He hosts a amazing stand-up show with uh, comics from both around here locally and comics from uh, San Francisco, Oakland, etc. Uh, I've been part of that show a couple times, and oh, it yeah. was a lot of fun. Gotta get you back. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I was trying to get at. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. Hit me up. It's good. I need so. money. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, uh, normally uh, Matlock Zumsteg is here, uh, but he is down in San Francisco being an actor. So he will Acting. be missed. Acting! <laughs> All right. So... Uh, now, as you know, regular fans of the Opposing Media podcast, ways, uh, we typically don't touch on sports, like, ever. We just don't. We're not into it. We don't know much about it. However, the recent cheating controversy... <laughs> about all the sports on this show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just too much darn sports. It's all the stats we give. Right, right, right. Too much sports. Not enough sci-fi and girly stuff but uh we we can't help but touching upon the recent subject right now which is the uh bill belichick uh patriots you know cheating scandal Mm. uh that's happening uh what is it the uninflated footballs there's 11 out of 12 uninflated footballs oh so i know nothing about this so tell me more about football let's let's touch on tom brady's balls yes let's see tom brady's the quarterback right of Mm -hmm. the new england patriots Mm -hmm. coached by bill Belichick. Billcheck, guys. He's, he's the. Oh, Bella. Billa what? It's, it's complicated, but it's it's Billcheck. Billcheck? Yeah. Why do I want to put an extra syllable in? Because everybody does. Okay. It's just. I, I, it's weird. It's I, I, met, I met his niece once, and yeah. she, like, corrected me on the pronunciation. Okay. Okay, very good. I know. It's weird. So. <laughs> Did you meet her at a poker game, and she no, had, like, it was three aces up her sleeve? What, no, what, we what, were. What? I was camping, and she was kind of a bitch. Right? It was. Yeah. Hey, yeah. No, I, I didn't mean launch into the most boring thing you could think of. I mean, what actually happened with I the know. balls? Okay. So, <laughs> apparently, after. Okay, so the, the, the New England paper. Patriots uh, delivered a sound stomping to the Ravens of the Baltimore. Indian, uh, Indianapolis Colts. That's what I said. Yes. And uh, <laughs> they were once the Ravens. Or no, well, no, never mind. We were all once Ravens. Nevermore. Um, uh, however, uh, it was like a huge uh, point. It was like 45 to like two or something, yeah. something like that. Uh, and then after the game, the officials or somebody like checked out all the balls that the Patriots are using. Because in modern football, you don't just use one ball the whole game it's not like pick up on the street you know like each team gets like 12 balls and their own balls to play with and 11 <laughs> of the 12 this. patriot balls were uninflated and apparently with an uninflated football for some quarterbacks it uh so you mean underinflated but underinflated not completely it's, it's easier did it's... i say uninflated yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just like, around <laughs> soft skin <Just> leather <laughs> purse back and forth basically just balls toss me the rag <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady was flo- throwing flaccid balls around <laughs> the uh, Patriots stadium. It was actually it was an, he somebody, he threw an interception, and the guy that actually caught the ball said this ball seems really soft, so it's they're easier to catch because if you're catching a football like in the dead of winter, it's like a 
rock. Oh, okay. Um, oh, yeah. So he underinflates. It's actually much easier to catch. So I see. I see. Mm. So Boy. there was this whole controversy, and uh, this uh, Bill uh, Balalalachek yeah. guy. Balalalachek. Guys, guys, guys. It's Bialalachek. It's Bellagio Las Vegas a check. Balky Czechoslovakia something. Perfect Strangers Balky Czech. Yes. Yeah, so this Bill Baloney check M. Night Shyamalan. So Bill, he has a little news conference and it just sounded like any like politician that's ever been accused of any crime. It's like everybody just does the same thing now. They have a BS news conference and they just all sit there going, I had no idea. It was shocking. I don't have any. I don't know. Bye. Well, they've they've been they've been busted before. They there was a che- right. another cheating. I forget I forget the details of it, but they were they spying were on people. Spying on which... the practices or the they were spying on the um, signals that yeah. the other team was using, so that they knew when oh, the other team was su- sending subterfuge, signals. Subterfuge, eh? Yeah, mm-hmm. no, same team, same oh, yeah. coach. This guy's like our national hero of he's cheating. Kind of, no, he's just. I think he's understood to be kind of evil. Right. <laughs> he's just sort of the devil. I mean, he's a really good coach, but yeah, he's a little evil. I mean, Bill Beelzebub check. <laughs> you I mean, mean Bill Satan himself? <laughs> but he's totally endorsed and accepted. Like, it's oh, yeah. the same with, like, Dick Cheney, the way, like, like, like some conservatives, they'll just be like, you know, I, I know he's Satan. I know there's, like, horns growing out of his head. <laughs> but he gets, shot a guy in the but face. He, but, he, right, but he gets things done, you know? Like, you got to admire that. He's like, no, you don't. He's a total Hitler did get a lot done. Yeah, exactly. He's a very very productive man. He's exactly. Like a, Thank you for going of, straight to Hitler. A lot of results. <laughs> hey, he's he's my go-to. I, actually, I, I don't like how easily, casually bandied about like the Hitler comparisons often are. Oh yeah. You know, it's like, so, like it like someone in the fashion industry like dominates the shoe market, and they're like, they're the Hitler of Prada. You know, like, right. it's just uh, you know, let's let's save that for when you're truly wretched. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. No, it's overused and overusing something. Sorry, like I'm that. the Hitler of Hitler references. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to say. so i was trying to think of like other things that you can do in other sports like subterfuge like what like so if you fill like baseballs with gasoline or something like like, you say like corked bats that'd be like like, actual gasoline baseballs that's yeah that'd be like like street fighter just throwing flaming baseballs that would be awesome Yeah, or, or, well, isn't there a bowling thing that you can do with the balls? I thought. I thought you you, you fill the pins with nitroglycerin. Uh, that way, uh, when you throw it, they just detonate. Yes, there was. And then the small foreign children that work in the back of the thing to restack them. <laughs> that's it's a not machine. A, it's not a machine. It's, it's so it's okay. So that explains the little. Oh yeah, hands. they're Lithuanian children. Ah, uh, and you can only open a bowling alley once you have like a dozen of them. No, I'm I'm just busy sick kids. of your anti-Lithuanian rhetoric. No, no, no. I they were very hardworking people. I wish I had a Lithuanian kid. See, to work for me, <laughs> not to not to own. I mean, they're dirty, but, I... <laughs> but they'll steal. They'll steal food. They'll uh, steal food because opposing, they're constantly opposing, starving. Opposing media both loves and supports Lithuania <laughs> and its people and its slave labor. Yeah. No matter how hard it is to say the name of your country, we love you anyway. <laughs> Lithuania. 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 <laughs> WrestleMania. All right. So. <laughs> I'm from WrestleMania. Uh, five? WrestleMania 12. Uh, <laughs> is the name of our state. Istan. <laughs> Ivakia. That would make the Olympics so much more interesting if the, if the country of WrestleMania represented. Oh, oh yeah! <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? And he sticks the landing. Like if the Iron Sheik actually no. represented. Like, oh. Oh. Everyone did their start Yokozuma's Japan. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, uh, that'd be great. No, it'd be awful. <laughs> it'd be fantastic. That'd be pretty wonderful. So um, um, but yeah, I couldn't come up with anything. Yeah, they're like I don't know, like what what uh, the skeet shooting with magnetic skeet. Did you put lasers in a golf ball so it just blinded you and it <laughs> whizzed by? <laughs> Blind your opponents. Yes. Skeet shooting bulletproof Teflon coated discs. Like <laughs> nice. I like that. I wouldn't call it performance enhancing, but there was there was a there was a pitcher in the seventies. I forgot his name. Doc something that he pitched an entire no hitter high on acid. Yeah. Like he was. Yeah. He was. Like oh he was, yeah, yeah. I heard he about was, that. I mean, it was Frying it was legendary. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, which, you know, I think in in most um, sports camps and, and uh, educational sports environments, that's typically encouraged. Cheating? Acid, yes. Acid, Acid yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, like, well, that's yeah. the whole point. Hallucinogenics to increase performance. There's even like a Gatorade psilocybin. There, there, was a stand, there was a stand-up comedian who talked about that where I guess like someone got disqualified from the Olympics for being on marijuana. And it's like mm. that's like in, in like a sprinting competition or something like that. It's like right. that's not giving him an edge like if anything he had to work harder (laughs) through the haze of weed to out sprint everyone (laughs) right just put a burger at the end of it i think (laughs) i think if you're found positive for marijuana in any contact or difficult you know intricate sport you should get a bonus like like a point five yeah it's like bronze silver gold and green like it should be like yeah if you win and you're high there's a whole nother category (laughs) well i think they should just say like well at least you're not hitting your wife <laughs> right? Yeah. That came out of the blue, but I. No, no, there was actually a comparison between those two things because there was. Um... Oh, yeah, there was somebody that did. Was it weed or was it something? It was, it was, it was more suspensions for the weed oh, for than, one player in the NFL beating. than <laughs> wife beating for another one. Knocking her out in an elevator. Let's, oh, not, let's not sugarcoat it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It was. Um, yeah, that was that's uh, it's his wife now, but it was his she was his fiance then. Well, maybe that was uh-huh. his proposal. <laughs> well, dude, I I just thought she really liked that like the floor of the elevator, and she was yeah. just smelling it. I mean, you're hot enough. To, you're hot enough to nail down like a million dollar NFL player. Once he cold cocks you in an elevator, can't you like you know what? I'm gonna take this nope, nope. somewhere else. I still need that money. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's it. He should have got a sponsorship deal out of that or something like Beats by Ray. <laughs> Ray's wife beating bold barbecue sauce. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hi, I'm Ray Rice for Haynes. You know what this kind of shirt is typically called. <laughs> I know it. You know it. I'm wearing it. I mean, back in the day, they called it a men's undershirt, but we all know what we call it now. What Ray Rice? <laughs> uh, what's what's next on our shindig? Uh, just to wrap up the uh, sports section. Uh, Super Bowl is coming up, and I don't consider Super Bowl so much of a sporting event as I do the very last of the holidays of mm. the holiday season. Like it's the unofficial, like okay, the you know Christmas and everything's over. Your family can all go home. Exactly. That's when yeah. family <laughs> three months. Yeah, your well, family's in there from you know Thanksgiving to, to yeah, Super Bowl. Right. Exactly. December. That's what it goes on in Stephen's family. Yeah. I, I was gonna say I don't know that uh, everyone's got their own traditions and stuff, but I actually always like that my friends and I who are just majorly disinterested in sports like we just don't care yep but the spectacle is so big that we want to tune in so yep. often what we would do is have a party where we get a bunch of people together we put on the game in high def a lot of people ton of food and what we would do is tune in for the commercials because like right. they become so flamboyant and so like it's like a hundred million dollars for 10 seconds or something like that so they like are ultra ultra interesting and they have to be or like it's not justified oh, yeah. so we would literally tune out and talk during the game hey uh, how you been good good guys the commercials are on and we would all sit around and tune in for the commercials and also right now they're they're doing the thing of like if there's a big movie coming up it's like the super bowl trailer oh yeah yeah they They do pre-trailers for the trailer yeah yeah Yeah. i love i love the pre-trailer trailer trailer pre-trailer should die and you're right the amount of money that go into these things it's like the pinnacle of societal narcissism oh yeah and i don't super bowl commercials i don't want to i don't want to get off into tangent about advertising but one of the my favorite ones from that like when it was really becoming a big thing like how much these cost per second um there was this uh stock trading group that did a commercial and the guy just stood there on a white background with a clock running and he just like hey yeah how's it going looks up at the clock let some time go by and then he's like i'm here from this company and it costs this much per second to like run an ad on the super bowl and we're just telling you we don't need the extra time you just this is what we do best bam so they like literally mm-hmm. wasted like 30 seconds of super bowl airtime mm-hmm. commercial time with yeah. a dude just sitting there looking bored and a clock running and it was like you bold sons of bees <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was a very ballsy yeah, yeah, yeah. it was right. like clearly right. like a hundred million dollar joke gamble <laughs> yeah yeah it, it offends my 
sense of Americanism. <laughs> it doesn't get more American than wasting a hundred million dollars to go. Our company, yeah, bad. That, yeah. They might as well just be I a mean, picture of giant chrome balls, like, yeah. <laughs> and a bald eagle just breaks to the yeah, TV. Exactly. <laughs> right. The CEO is like, just like, this is not my wife. All right. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Cricket, cricket. Okay, oh, Phil, yeah. you're just going to stand in front of a clock. Yeah. Like, what? We're going to play footage from It's a Wonderful Life for 28 <laughs> seconds, then you're going to scream, Taco Bell! Because <laughs> <laughs> you're going anyway, yeah, you leeches. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. You're Super going Bowl. anyway, you leeches. <laughs> I don't know. Super Bowl parties can be fun. They can. Uh, people get drunk. People get really drunk Go oh, yeah, on. boat parties, and uh, and typically the drinking is encouraged. I, I found that you can start drinking early on Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, yeah, Everyone's dude. all like, oh, <laughs> yeah, dude, no problem. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's like the one day where cracking a beer at like 11 in the morning is right. like totally on par. Right. Like, oh, yeah. Super Bowl, baby! <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. That's a, you, you have to be drunk to get through the pregame show. Oh, dude! Right, that, everything that's so before rough. it, everything yeah. after it. Yeah, like, there's so much. They they start the Super Bowl four hours before the Super Bowl comes on. There's nothing else in the world. There's no concert. There's no event. Where they're right. like, let's just talk about it for four hours, like longer than the event itself is the pre-show for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we like our football. Ugh. Yeah. I just I wait for the sweet sweet commercials and the dip and, and, it, and the it's sweet a, it's movie cherry layers. It's a Katy Perry halftime show this year. Oh yeah, uh, I know. Yay! I I like those D cups if you know what I'm saying. That wasn't <laughs> that's not yeah, subtle yeah, at all. Yeah. <laughs> I like breasts if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm a fan of boobs if you catch yeah. my drift. Yeah. <laughs> if you catch yeah, my exactly. subtlety here, her breasts are nice and I like to see if them. If I can coin the metaphor, I like her boobies. <laughs> Do you get it? I snuck it in there like a ninja. <laughs> Boobs. Ah, you get it? So Katy Perry and her breasts halftime show. Yeah. I'll that's... tune in for that. Yeah. yeah. All right. She's a she's a talented performer. She gets crapped on a lot. Honestly, she's a pop star like Britney Spears or anything. Yeah. It's like it's like, okay, great, but she has songs that are like just as catchy and just as generic as like a right. hundred other pop stars. She gets dumped on a lot because it's just like, oh, she's a party girl or whatever. And it's like, dude, that's just nowhere near. She's she hasn't even like gotten in any trouble. Like, like no. as yeah, far right. as like yeah. Britney or anything like that. She's so. avoided controversy. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Although her, her voice <laughs> and music kind of frightens me. To tell mm. you the truth. Yeah. Like, a little bit. Like, just like, there's like a because she's one of those pop singers, and so she sings like behind this like just sound machine, this yeah. like oh, yeah. wall of music that's just like, what? you know, like you know, it sounds like a like a like a power plant coming on like yeah. the whole time. Just a know? very big, powerful, like overwhelming kind yeah. of music and well, she's also... just like screaming at me to like follow my dreams and like you know break <laughs> up with my boyfriend and I go write a book and, and i do want to do those things but i'm like i don't want to talk about it this much like why are you screaming like <laughs> look look i'll go to college <laughs> yeah <laughs> off my back <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> you're right he's no good for me fine Jeez. <laughs> Uh, what's next after sports? What do we got on the team? And how do you wrap up a sports se- speg- segment? Smack up by uh, talking about the intricacies of Katy Perry's music. That's how you do it. Are we gonna look at some lyrics? <laughs> That's right. It's sports. Uh, you're listening to the Opposing Media Podcast. Aways. Uh, you know we're fortunate in that we are. Yeah. Um, We've got uh, we got a lot of uh, talented North Bay comedy in the room, and so I just wanted to talk about uh, the North Bay comedy scene itself. Um, I know that uh, you know the improv scene hasn't been around for a little bit, but um, it is going to be making a comeback, I think, shortly. Well, plus we're wasting the talent of Mike Olson, our guest tonight, what? and we are. Oh. Mike Olson is like one of the premier stand-up comedians of the North Bay, and wow, uh, oh, you are, I've always like the finest local. <laughs> comedians honestly oh, in my opinion you, you are you? among the top yeah, well he's you. actually it's, we've requested you to open for opposing oh, media um movie riffing shows i love multiple your times. those are awesome no i you guys need to do that again i'm like
like I, I got to sign up. Guys, Mike says we should do it again. I think we should do it again. I think you should do it again. Should do it again, I, too. Honestly, we do have a show coming up that we maybe do. we could use an opener for. We'll have to discuss oh, hey, that uh, nice. amongst ourselves. But just to point out, Opposing point Media, this, this comedy group, if you're a fan of us and one of the five people that listen, mm. um, <laughs> we are actually, we have booked a show now to do a movie riffing show of the movie Terminator. They, you know, oh, original, Terminator. Original, the original Terminator. Terminator. Uh, at the Roxy Theater on Friday, 8 o'clock, February 27th. So at really? the end of February, yep. us here in the studio, uh, also Matlock Zumsteg, not with us today, will be uh, at the Roxy with microphones in the theater, yep. riffing on, making fun of the movie Terminator Live. Right. Wow. And if you're not familiar with what we do, we are opposing media. We are a movie riffing group that's just like Mystery Science Theater 3000. So while the movie is playing, we sit in the front row on our microphones and we make fun of the movie. <laughs> and it's not off the cuff. We put a lot of work into prepping for the movie, watching it over and over and over again, and over. coming up with the with the finest jokes. And there's still improv, improvisation and yeah. off the cuff, last minute jokes that pop up. Yeah, um, we actually have performed at the Roxy before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was uh, April of 2000. 12 or 13 it was two weeks ago and um <laughs> we did uh we we riffed uh the room uh, yes. uh the epic the uh, classic worst movie ever yeah, yeah. The room. Oh. Yeah. wow yeah. which was uh which was pretty amazing but how are you gonna do the terminator because that's like a good movie i mean that's like is it you know yeah. is it, is you it? maybe want to we'll go back and watch oh, it. No, 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 it's no. been a while <sighs> it's um, oh it's... i own it <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. Right. Actually, I, oh, yeah. I actually genuinely like the movie The Terminator, although it is dated enough now with a lot, oh, yeah. lot of 80s references. There's a That's lot true. of uh, dead space silences like during during time, which things are kind of just building and happening, but there's no dialogue. Mm-hmm. It's honestly pretty ripe for riffing. And, oh, and our, first run, oh, yeah. our first run through has been pretty promising. Yeah, it was pretty, oh, yeah. It was pretty fun. No, I think that, yeah, it's just, it just sort of breaks the... The mold of like riffing on a bad movie, which I'm, I'm curious right. to see. We well, see, I I had felt the same way uh, when we discussed riffing other like time honored classics here and there. Mm-hmm. And I still there's some movies where I'm just like, no, I'm not going to touch it. You when, know, like, when I'm we sorry, did, like, but Dark Crystal or uh, something like that. Yeah, I'm, I, you know, I'm not going to touch Pritzi's Honor. I'm sorry, it's oh. just the greatest film of all time. We are never going to touch um, Dar- Driving Miss Daisy. Oh, no. <laughs> if any of you ever says a word during the movie Rudy, I will punch you. Oh. <laughs> Uh, my my but, goal is to do ten minutes on the movie uh, Commando one of these days. I'm pretty Com- sure Commando would be awesome. A lot of Schwarzenegger library, oh, honestly. Yeah. The thing yeah. I, the thing I noticed during uh, Terminator is the effects weren't up to par. The budget wasn't quite up to par. Oh. So a lot of the scenes are actually stop motion mm-hmm. and and poorly done animatronics. Like where it's like that is a clay face. Like but, yeah. but then but back then. Oh yeah. No, no, at the time it was totally awesome. But I'm saying that like now there are, there is enough stuff in that movie that's dated that now like seems really cheesy to, yeah. to modern audiences i remember watching it at the time too like i was just a little kid but still doing the whole suspension of disbelief like you would do like mm-hmm. in the 80s when they used special effects yeah, you know yeah. you, you would there'd just... be a cut to like a sweaty clay face and you'd be like for, you <laughs> know part of you was like i know it's fake and then part of you was like i really want to enjoy the movie yeah. <laughs> like, you just kind of went with it that you know? that's his head yeah but now like with the way special effects have gotten so good like yeah. we've just become so like oh it's to- oh it's so bad oh, i can't even watch although i like the practical effects i'm a sucker for that i, I know like i'm supposed effects, to be funny but, but they... i'm sitting here talking about like practical effects and everything like that but michael's yeah. a comedy like, genius i know <laughs> Like, <laughs> like Blade Runner still looks amazing. Oh yeah, I mean, that, Blade like, Runner the holds effects well. on that, I mean, just are just, I mean, phenomenal. There's, there's, there's so there's many a, tricks. There's a point. There's movies from 30 years ago that have effects that blend perfectly, that yeah. work perfectly. Like uh, that's it's not a matter of that. I think there are just cheesy effects that weren't implemented very well. There's yeah. really good stop motion, and then mm-hmm. there's like you only put 12 frames in there stop motion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's funny that, like, you know, the practical effects thing, that a big thing about the new Star Wars that's coming out is he's, J.J. Abrams is now using the models again. Oh, Like, awesome. they did. Yeah. Built, I heard build, rumors about that. The yeah. Building the mo- yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. It, and I think that's a big part of, like, that big trailer that came out yeah. is that Millennium Falcon. You take a look at that, and you're like, oh, that looks exactly like it well, did. Well, they built the damn thing. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's there's a, nice touch. a yeah. certain charm and nostalgia for models. You know, I think yeah. uh, if you watch a lot of uh, Terry Gilliam's films, he mm. 
was the same thing. Yeah. Like, practical all the way. I, I mm. think he he actually has like really strong opinions against CGI. Yeah. He's just like, no, it, it instantly takes me out of the movie. You know? It's like a clashing aesthetic sometimes. I mean, there, there are parts of 2001 that still look amazing. Not the, the whole movie. Like, there are some things that don't match up. But there are some like scenes in 2001. I have no idea how they did it. I just look at it. I'm like, wow. <laughs> so cheesy movie riffing is coming mm. to Sonoma County again via Opposing Media. And you get more information on that show at opposingmedia.com. That's right. And what's the date again? It's uh... Friday, February 27th, 8 o'clock. It'll be $10 for the show for the ticket standard movie price. And that's at the Roxy Theater. Downtown Santa Rosa. And uh, uh, that'll be a fundraiser for KWTF.net as well. Wow, on a Ooh, Friday night. It will be. Ooh. That's right. It's nice. a fundraiser wow. for 88.1 FM KWTF Bodega Bay. All so right. come down, support this station. If you think we're funny, then you Please are come. <laughs> then thanks, Nick. Free to Please have an opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then thanks, Debbie. Please come. And, uh, yeah. John, we appreciate your support. <laughs> we'll see you at 830. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. So, oh, and uh, um, and again to plug your show. It's, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's at the Redwood Cafe. Yeah, What's it's... your typical lineup there? Like? Uh, I don't really like. You know, usually about four or five comics, depending on. Uh, I when I bring people up from San Francisco, I uh, I encourage them bringing up a road buddy so they can get in the carpool lane and get there on time. Nice. Uh, which is good. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, road buddy. Yeah. So it's <laughs> um. Well, God, that's actually a lot of San Francisco comics don't even have cars, so they just gotta you know bum a ride up here or so yeah um but uh yeah it's like typical i try to bring a range because there's a lot of different um you know ages you know you try to well, start start over on the details of this show sorry when we're etc oh the details are yeah. it's uh 8 30 at the redwood cafe and lovely katati uh right in the downtown drag there you can go crawl and hit spankies and then all the other stuff and then come on down to uh um, the red one, which is nice. They got good food. But... I've seen lots of good comedy, lots of good performances. They do a regular belly dance show there at Red yeah. Cafe. Yeah, they do. When is the comedy show that you're in? Uh, it's the second Friday <laughs> of the month. And is this your gig? Is this your baby? I've been, yeah, I've been running it for like about a year and a half now, actually. It's, it's weird. It's yeah. for the public, not for me. Yes. Like, I, yeah. I, I know you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been doing it for about a year and a half. It's, uh, I just sort of, uh, actually, Leela and I, like, um, Leela Gagini and I, um, like, were initially started, and then she went off to do other things, and now she's running her own. And then uh, I just sort of lucked into the space, really. Um, so no skill or talent, just pure fortune. All right. Um, mostly. <laughs> mo- no drive, no ambition. Not screwing it up, I think, is the main <laughs> thing. It's you just tripped, like, you fell, you won. All right. Pretty much. I mean, it's it's a really good space, because I've learned that uh, doing different shows in, in the Bay Area or where you know they're just places that swallow laughter like if you do like an outside venue or things like that you just sort of need laughter to like resonate um yeah and uh like i i did an outside show up in windsor that was just god a nightmare wow um on the town green or something no it was a outside uh like beer garden place that mm. mm. i don't want to mention names on the air because any, <laughs> sure. anybody that lets you do comedy like it's i, I want to speak well of but it was a difficult place for comedy yeah, so. yeah. unfortunately comedy because it's so like it's, it's perceived as such like a low budget simple thing like a guy in mm-hmm. a microphone like mm-hmm. you know any girl. any any well a guy or a girl on a microphone mm-hmm. and uh, anyone will just go oh yeah that'll be fun we'll throw oh, it yeah. in like do it at this totally like, we'll do it at our burger joint like in the middle of the floor like it's not you know no. all the right kind of venue it's not at all the right kind of thing yet. I've... yeah a lot of sometimes people just figure you know I, it's I, cheap one, yeah. of, one of my last uh, really fun performances actually was at a bowling alley in Runner <laughs> Park uh, but it's a oh, fun yeah. it's they a actually fun have, room. they actually have like a whole room though dedicated they have like yeah. a performance space right. don't they yeah if you true. were doing it it's in between like the next, lanes or something right, like that. Right. Yeah, it's not like these venues sometimes where it's like next to the kitchen. You coming, know? Up, <laughs> coming up on lane 10, Stephen Thomas, everybody. Yeah. Watches nice. the bowls and cracks a joke. <laughs> yeah. I did like a hippie festival up in Willits. It was weird. Like it was like this compound place and they had like a whole bunch of bands and stuff and like two or three DJs and everybody camps and you're kind of locked into this compound for the weekend. It was really creepy, but they're like, oh yeah, hey, you should do comedy. So it's like daylight. We're in this sort 
sort of weird covered circus tent where people are normally dropping ecstasy and dancing and <laughs> and Sorry. they I know and they brought they said hey here do the comedy and there was like five people like looking and everybody else was just sort of waking up twirling yeah <laughs> that was not a good comedy it was a fun time but it was a horrible comedy I actually had a yeah. very similar show it was at a like a commune on the edge of Santa Rosa uh -huh. like just like in the in like a farmer's field type mm -hmm. thing yeah. and the only thing they had was like a big open party space in a barn and in the barn like there were acts and so mm -hmm. they were doing the same thing like a weekend mm -hmm. festival and they brought us down and they said hey we want to book you guys we have a gig for you come down and it was for the world's biggest comedy duo doing improv and there's like seven people in the troupe at that point mm -hmm. so like seven of you come down and do this like quick fire you know whose line is it anyway style comedy well we didn't know any details we said yeah we're in so we go and it turns out to be in a barn mm -hmm. it turns out to be at five in the afternoon there's literally like a work crew setting up for a show later and that's it and like two or three people like drifting in and out like who were just like have gotten to the festival early uh, it was completely like not planned out right and they yeah. had no idea like when it would fit in so they just went like oh hell now sure mm -hmm. so we performed like there was more of us than there were other people in the barn <laughs> so it was like seven players like five nice. audience yeah and some of them were working and like literally trying to like get stuff done yeah. and we were just basically performed to no one for like we just did it for an hour and we're like well i guess that's good practice was it fun though did you guys have fun we tried to have fun honestly it felt yeah. so awkward that it was like i mean when you're doing improv and it's all audience suggestion you can't point at the same two people who right. are paying attention right. and just you know eventually we're just like screw it come up on stage you're in the show we're all yeah. friends mm -hmm. ah. yeah. uh, but we actually went to several gigs like that where it was just poorly planned we did mm -hmm. another one in sebastopol at a venue where uh, I guess all the other acts had pulled out. <laughs> And so it was us and like a teenage high school band. Oh, no. It was supposed to be like five other acts, and every single one flaked. Like it was just poorly <laughs> arranged. That doesn't sound like Sebastopol at all. <laughs> yeah. So we right. got we got only there. five flakes. Yeah. We got in there, arrived. We were ready to perform, and the uh, the people running it were like, "Oh, we kind of canceled it because while well, you canceled it the day of, they're like, well, anyone who's like asked, we just said it's not going on, but some people are just going to come anyway. <laughs> so that was like our like, oh, we're pumped." And they did the same thing. Like, here's some mics. We'll set you up. Do your show. And we performed, like, five people. Like, a lot of them were just friends of the band that played before us. And, like, they yeah. were just kind of getting up and leaving in the middle of it. And, like, I mean, imagine the lowest energy in a room, a complete lack of audience, and trying to do something really, like, driven and motivated and funny. Like, come on, guys, give us a suggestion. You, Ted, Ooh. again. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, it was so yeah. rough. Uh, we've had some really rough shows over the years. You, I thought, what was it? Were did you do the Hell's Angels Clubhouse show? I did not. Oh, we did. We uh, a bunch of us went down to did, did a show at the Hell's Angels Clubhouse in San Francisco, and that was a, that was actually really fun. I mean, they were like everybody was kind of like freaked out because it's like the Hell's Angels, and we're like, sure. like, oh my god! But yeah. well, I think everybody it's like a cooking <clears throat> class now or something. Like... No, they were. I mean, they're actually they're they everybody there was like super nice, and that like we were all freaked out about the bathrooms. We're like, oh my god, I don't want to go to the bathroom at the Hell's Angels Clubhouse. But we get there, and it was really clean. It was so nice. <laughs> you could do heroin on anything. I know, and everybody was so. nice nice um yeah. it was it was a really cool cool show but it was not the most attentive audience they were all sort of catching up but uh sure but it's weird because actually like the the clubhouse it's like this old clubhouse in san francisco but the entire neighborhood in the dog patch of south san francisco is like getting gentrified around them so it looks like the little old guy's house from up um <laughs> just with these these like skyscrapers around it's moving. awesome <laughs> oh god no they don't have to they're awesome so but that was a that was a, a non-traditional comedy venue I should say. yeah i i the a non-traditional comedy venue that i did once was uh um like a moose lot moose lodge type of oh, thing in yeah. uh, petaluma it was like the honorable society of the elks or something like i'm sorry i can't remember exactly what they were but uh, uh uncle charlie adams oh, actually hooked yeah. me up with the show and and so i should have known <laughs> should, have, should have predicted and i get there and i'm just like ah not my target audience you no, know we... so i all i could do like a lot of my regular material just wasn't hitting because i was like okay i get it you're not familiar with that and then like you know and 
and then there was this one old it was like summertime there was this one old man sitting right in the front Be with funnier. really short shorts on and so all i could do was riff on like sir i can almost i can just all it's like just about we are you're so close to sexually harassing me I just, wow. like, and it worked they liked it That's and good. so That's i just good. i stuck with that i beat him up for like <laughs> just ruined wow. it, man. Yeah. you know sometimes you gotta do that you're like nothing's working they hate me you're gonna go down we uh we've we've worked we've done shows like in restaurants and stuff like that all sorts of weird ones yeah uh, i'm trying to think we had i had one on the tip of my tongue um oh, where was it um it was something like that Remember when we did the uh, opposing media show, like at um, the oh, Italian restaurant. restaurant? We did it at Franco's restaurant. That was cool. so. Oh, it was rough. Weird. It was, rough oh. it was another one where, like, they're like, "Hey, like, no budget comedy." So what we had to do was set up a screen, set up a projector, and pipe through <laughs> their sound system our riffing. Mm-hmm. But it was literally on a night when the restaurant was open, oh, when God, people yeah. could come in and sit down and order and be at tables. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, hey, it was like, hey, <laughs> they kind of pictured it as like, hey, a dinner theater, yeah. but the people showing up, like, a largely by like didn't know what they were there for didn't know what was happening they showed up for dinner yeah and so the idea for dinner we had to be like okay shut up like yeah. during this thing exactly. we're gonna do to you like yeah. and the the positioning was really awkward like only half the restaurant could see what was going on like man i think i think my favorite part was uh the setup where we had to like put up the projector and there's some dude drilling it in with this really loud drill and yeah. it's like sawdust <laughs> falling on tables yeah. and like yeah. it's just yeah. people oh, eating no, dinner and we're like, oh, God. Yeah, they had to rig a shelf to the ceiling yeah, to, to hold our projector. There's a whole special rig and yeah, thing. And it was like, like enjoying their rigatoni while this well, guy's all their, Well, to their credit, like uh, they were like going above. They were like really trying to help us make yeah. the show happen. Yeah. But it was just not like you should have banned anyone from coming in who didn't know what they were doing. We used like, to. Yeah. We used to run into that with uh, we did shows at Sweet River before they closed and like oh, yeah. those are great but you have people just coming in for a restaurant or for dinner they're like yeah we're just here for dinner or they're at the bar just getting drunk and we're like hey um, there's going to be somebody in here with a microphone talking about their penis um, <laughs> are you uh, you want to give us ten bucks and it's it was uh, no. it was awkward like there was a line a lot of yeah. people they're like no like we'd get these like like gangster guys like at the bar and like they're like hey yeah we're a comedy show there's a cover of ten bucks. And they're like, or, no, I'm just not paying. They were like kind of menacing, and right. they just wouldn't leave. And right, and we agreed. Oh yeah, no, no, we're not. You're gonna, right. No. No. Like, I don't. <laughs> I don't feel like getting stabbed tonight. Yeah. No is the correct answer. Exactly. You scare me. I just like, if I hear you laugh once. Exactly. <laughs> I'm coming for your money. We had actually we had a couple people at uh, the Rebel Cafe actually like they they said they were going to leave and oh. then they stayed for the entire show. That's apparently rampant at Redwood. Like there's lots of people that come in early and they're like, no, we're just going to slide in. Although, well, actually, mm. we they were the show was so good they paid on the way out. Nice. Like we guilted oh, them right into on. it. Like if that was a, a bad show, like they would have totally like just like oh god, like thank god we didn't pay. I was like, I was there for their belly dance night and they oh. like threw out the biggest longest guilt trip. Like oh, hey, if nice. you're already here and you haven't done that 20 minutes in they're like hey if you happen oh. to be sitting in the audience enjoying yeah. this show and you haven't paid some money here's the yeah. money like they were awkward. just they got like accusational it was so harsh oh. like, yeah like they then they, they'd like pause the show and people would like oh. guiltily walk up yeah. to the big and they'd jar be, and they'd say stuff like we know who you are like wow <laughs> it was like, so they awkward already identified the people who hadn't paid and they're like just so you know we're like watching you public shaming yeah it yeah was, it mm-hmm. was, it was it's only ten dollars ted it's only ten dollars. We was, are all looking at you, Ted. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like five, and it was pretty rough. But anyway, Jeez. wow. Well, anyway, you know, it's funny because like there aren't a lot of. Um, there used to be a lot more venues for stand-up comedy. Uh, there used to be. Um, we used to do movie riffing shows more often. There mm-hmm. used to be improv. Uh, comedy kind of took a dip in in Santa Rosa, at least. Um, but just to finish out the plugs, uh, we do have a um, a returning uh, Santa Rosa uh, comedy show, uh, the Now We Are Friends show at the Arlene Francis Center uh, downtown, uh, next to Aromas Coffee Shop and all that down on Wilson and Sixth. Those are fun. Um, yeah, they are great shows we have had some awesome shows with some awesome lineups they are hosted by Leela Cugini Mm -hmm. she's my girlfriend (laughs) full disclosure full disclosure She great in the sack. She's, oh, my, she, oh my god! <laughs> Stephen just cried. <laughs> it's so true. Um, 
but she doesn't want me to talk about that, and I'm in a lot of trouble oh. because of you, Adam Aragon. Thank I, you so much. Adam Aragon's not here today. I'm Matt Lux on stake. You remember the name? Sean, Sean Beery. <laughs> exactly. That's who it was. Um, but no, she is an amazing host, and she was doing a show last year once a month. It started as twice a month. It went into once a month. Now she is embracing weekly comedy. So we are going to have a once a week, a weekly stand-up comedy show back in Santa Rosa, which also is willing to feature improv acts, and she wants us to do an encore performance of our Terminator show after the Roxy. I heard about cool. that. Yeah. I, uh, that sounds cool. So, it, once again, a weekly comedy show in Santa Rosa. That's really awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. We yeah. haven't had that since uh, Marty Carrion used to run oh, yeah. Doc Holidays out at the old Rita's on Highway 12. Oh, that was but a that nightmare. Was three years ago that that stopped two or three years ago that that stopped uh that was an open mic these are actual book shows with good professional comedians both from north bay and from san francisco so come check it out thursday nights arlene francis center eight o'clock uh right next one start right behind aromas aroma roasters oh. downtown in case you don't know where the arlene francis center is it's literally behind aromas that's right corner of wilson and sixth yes. correct yes literally corner of wilson and six downtown santa rosa come check it check it check it check it out all right and it uh, starts next week, so whatever day of the week that is. What's, I don't what's know, the next? 29th. Oh, okay. The 29th, yeah. First show's the 29th. And I'm going to be in it. And uh, am I going to choke? I don't know. Why don't you show up and Come find watch out? Stephen Thomas know. choke. Come watch me sweat. I actually had a show, and uh, I was choking a little bit. And at the end, all I could do was say, I'm really sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. A good exit. And it was Stephen actually, Thomas. Very people, sweaty. People really, it worked. Um, so we need uh, to get back to our topics um, enough talking about ourselves and how great we are. Um, let's see. What do we got here? Ah, yes. We were wondering about things that shouldn't and should be instant. 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 Like, uh, right away. So I was, I was thinking about these uh, things that should and shouldn't be instant. I, maybe we'll, we'll isolate it to one first. So let's say things that should not be instant. Things that should not be instant. So, Sex. Yes, I was. That was my first thought of sex. Like, I mean, I guess for a lot of Americans, it is, yep. <laughs> but it shouldn't be, right? Yep. Um, um, I prefer it. I mean, if you could get it, my done, lady friend, not so much. If you could get it, no. I mean, there's always a process leading up to sex, but if you could get it done, yeah. like start, foreplay, finish, go, done. Like if you were on a thing where it's like you have five minutes, yeah. bam, you're in, you're out, you're done, your pants on and out the door. Five minute instant sex. You're saying five minutes is fast. <laughs> What? Yeah, that's that's considered very brief. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, no, I, I think they. I think Seems they. Like I think they said time. the. I think they said the average. Like, and it seemed really, really sad to me. But like, the average length of intercourse was like something like three or four minutes. <laughs> yeah, which I, is I, like. I, I think that's horrifying. You have days where you're. I think we all have like days where we're romanced. You know, you're in the honeymoon period and you like make love for hours. But I think like sure. most people in long term relationships, like after the glow has worn down, like millions of Americans are just like getting it done. Yeah, I remember uh, when I was <laughs> I in go college. <laughs> when I was in college, I had a roommate, and somehow we got onto the topic of sex. And he said admiringly, "Yeah, I read an article where Sting said he had sex with somebody once for like eight hours straight, like tantric." <laughs> Yeah, sex for, yeah. yeah, and I was like, "That that's so stupid." You know, that just <laughs> sounds gross, <laughs> and it and painful. Yeah, and no, I have other things I gotta do. <laughs> uh, so uh, we were talking about things that should not be instant. The, I, uh, I, I, I I thought about um, going to the bathroom in a bowel movement kind of way, just and, rushing the whole. No, th- just that it's just like boom. Like, <laughs> you're just wow. like oh. If when you defecated, it shot out like, like a cannonball. It all just happened, like just like in like like one of those the, tubes they had at the bank. Yeah, know, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a vacuum <laughs> like, and it's just like, quick and like you're ah. Oh. So you just scream, bring up. <laughs> I think there's going to be differing schools of thought on that. I think there'd be a should crowd and a shouldn't yeah, crowd. Some people want that over with. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm saying like the whole process yeah, yeah, crammed into if, like if I mean condensed to a microwave moment. Yeah, just the entire process that you go through is now just shoved into like two seconds. Well, here's what I think. Way when I when I think of instant, I think of like instant soup or instant coffee. Like you put it in a microwave, you hit one minute, and it's you know you're good. Sure, sure. So I'm trying to think of stuff that we condensed down to one minute would suffer for that. Like a sunrise. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh my eyes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> my, my 
like can you think of some stuff that would uh would suffer from being condensed into a minute or being instant oh barbecue you can't rush barbecue that's hey, pretty much that's slow right? and slow that's i know this is not even funny but that's just that's, i'm passionate about good barbecue smoked, smoked ribs done in one minute exactly would just be awful. oh no I, got, I, got, I did i got i did brisket and that was like all day well let's assume like even if you could condense the process and have it let's say taste the same um there's that expectation when you're yeah when you're smoking meat like and it takes you eight hours man by the time it's you have process. that right. you're like this is the finest thing mm-hmm. i've ever had yeah. mm-hmm. um Apparently, you guys have never had a delicious McRib sandwich. And oh, I pity one hot minute. <laughs> oh, God. I pity wow. you all. No. Well, the, if, when I have those, then I have what Joe described, which is Foom. instant. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's like literally while I'm eating it. So. Yeah. He, he eats while he's like on the can. Yeah. So he calls yeah. it the circle I of life. It's home. really weird. <laughs> if, if I had a steady stream of those, I think I could become an infinity wheel. <laughs> he's a digestive Mobius strip. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this serpent that devours itself. <laughs> oh, okay. That's all right. They come up with some wow. sort of auto flusher. Anyways, opposing media no, <laughs> no way. knows no bottom. Yeah, we have no bottom. No, no way supports no. instant crap. Adam Aragon and Joe Crow, quick to remind our audience. Uh, we that, do not support uh, eating big uh, ribs and com- just yeah. on the toilet. On mm. that same note, at all. we were talking about things that should be instant. And I mean things that shouldn't, but things like what about what's long and tedious that you wish you could condense down to one? DMV, my friend. DMV, that'd be good. Mm -hmm. Work day. Just anything. Like, I want to just roofie myself and get, like, get done with work and just, like, wake (laughs) up. I'm like, oh, I guess I work today. And just, like, go home. I could Uh, could help you out with that. Arguments and domestic fights. If you could instantize, oh, yeah, this, just be like, you know, if you if you you're talking about the whole thing like and it, the makeup and everything. Well, I, I'm just saying, if you could boil arguments down to like their essentials, where it's like, I don't like that you think I'm fat. I don't think you're fat. Okay, enough said. Like, yeah, yeah, cut away high five, and, yeah. and you right. both just backwards bungee out of the room. Right. <laughs> well, you know, our forefathers used to handle uh, the marital spats with a common duel. Oh yeah, I think it's a duel. I think they just hit the yeah. yeah it wasn't yeah, really a duel. Hitting the wives. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's not no. a duel. Well, there <laughs> were some more. They don't stand back to back, forward. walk ten paces, yeah. then smack her to the ground. See, I think <laughs> I'm talking about more like in upstate New York. They had oh. this whole section of people. No, anyway, oh. there was um, actually that does sound like there was like a video. I think it was Final Fantasy where you can skip the battle. Oh yeah, yeah. And you can just battle. go. To, yeah, you just like oh, just tell me what I won. Which actually that would be handy for an argument of just like eh, I don't really feel like going through the argument. Just tell me if I win. Yeah, if, yeah. if life had. To fast forward and you can just be like, we get to the end and we're yeah. sad. War. How about wars? <laughs> Instant right? war. Instant well, that, that would just result in the deaths of millions all in one hot minute. <laughs> I've <laughs> always everyone collapses who would have been involved, and then like there's a winner declared. <laughs> I've always been a fan of let's we're gonna get our biggest guy and you get your biggest guy. <laughs> Two men enter, one man leave. Gladiatorial exactly. one man championship combat. Can yeah. you imagine the dudes the military would churn out if it had to be one guy? Yeah. If you, oh, it would be a monster. Like, right? Yeah. They have, He'd have hair growing out of everywhere. He'd have hair growing out of his hair. Yeah. His veins would have tiny little muscles on the veins. They'd have yeah. veins inside the veins. Yeah. That's not yeah. a bad idea. They should totally do that. Like, not a, like not for, like, the entire war, but, like, maybe, like, just, like, maybe, like, for Puerto Rico or something. You know? Right. Just, like, you know, we send our guy, you send your guy, and then whoever wins gets Puerto Rico. Or, like, for some of these, like, territorial battles or whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, if you're in a little section where it's like, or just know, it's not a hugely disputed thing, but we do want to try to get it. Okay, you know what? Instead of killing, like, 2,000 of us and 2,000 of you, go get Brad. And... <laughs> go get Brad. Go get Brad. <laughs> and you go get and then Titanus. <laughs> yeah. Go get Brad, the Lithuanian terror. And yeah. uh, I was thinking some countries could cheat. They throw in, like, a four-year-old girl who's, like, adorable. And the other guy's like, oh, hey, I can. Uh, oh, my mm. fold. You know, but then like, they fought the Russians, and that girl was dead in seconds. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be like, that would be Japan's <laughs> hero. And it's then it would like, be like the four year old girl from a Japanese horror movie, and she'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> The other guy would just piss himself and leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. His soul would bleed out of his ears and he'd fall to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I want all world combat to work like video games. Yeah. Is that okay? Uh, do that? Yeah. Like Street Fighter, you know? Like, oh, so you guys want to take well, like, like drone 
planes to the next level and just make the entire warfare all virtual. It's not a bad idea. I, uh, just a simple thing. I'd really like to see if you can expedite the process of a, no- a Monopoly game. Like, cut it down to five minutes. It's like, okay. Well, I think if you condense a Monopoly game to one minute, you'd instantly just punch three people, <laughs> exactly. and the winner would walk out sickened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've never... Anyone ever successfully completed a Monopoly game where someone didn't, like, kind of hate someone at some point during it? I, I, I don't... I can maybe count on one hand. I think I accused my own grandmother of being at. a whore last time I played Monopoly. <laughs> I, think, I, I think I can recall in my entire life, maybe like on one hand, counting how many Monopoly games were actually finished. Yeah, before right. Everyone's yeah. like, yeah. Okay, dude, you own this many properties. He owns. Uh, we're gonna be here all day. Look, I don't dude, care. Someone anymore. always caves. They're like, uh, fine. Then they I just want to be the shoe. Bank. I just yeah. want to be the shoe. That's all I care. I'm about. the race I'm car, shoe, man. So. Just. What about, what about porn? Instant, instant or non-instant? So I think I think well, you know what? That's kind of a thing because like right. again, one money, of those things you're gonna have two like camps. Money shot mm. compilations. Yep. Have you seen those? There's like compilations oh of just no, like, I have not. Uh, just like finish, 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 finish. I, 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 I have the not, ending. No. Like, I have never seen that. Wow. Oh, well, I, I've only heard about it. In I've the only Bible. heard. Yes. No. I. Speaking of which, uh, we were trying to earlier. We were uh, kicking around the idea of uh, undiscovered niche porn. It's a game <laughs> I know a lot of people like to play, and it's not necessarily dirty. It's more just like trying. Because, like, I guess there's that common saying, like, if you can think it, there's it's, a fetish yeah, for it. Rule 34, it exists. Yeah, rule, 34. rule 34, it exists, right. So, but we just like to play around with like it. Like, really specific. And, well, like, I, was, I was thinking about that. Not only really specific niches, like, but also, um, like, just events, like, that you'd never see. Like, we talk, we came up with that one day, me and my friends, and we said, uh, jerking off into a hot skillet. <laughs> Ah, or into it's probably a, been done before. Or into a blender that's on, <laughs> or, or or a box fan pointed back at you. <laughs> the, the best would be like coming up with the names for that, like swishing or something yeah. like that. Like uh, maybe like trying to rope a steer while you do it yourself. <laughs> I, I think the one with the box fan would be called. Uh, and you don't that that Jim Croce song, and you don't mess with Jim because he says don't spit into the wind. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> it just <laughs> makes me think like Jim your penis, It's like your penis is like a dog sticking its nose out of the window. It's like ah, like, <laughs> that's just, that is a will crafted simile yes fantastic uh so we were talking about niches though like a specific niche of like uh like you know uh, categories i was thinking like used to be be, you were talking about pre-internet days well yeah that's the problem with it all is it's just gotten ridiculous to the point where like 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 things that i'm sure have been around for decades but like i don't need to know about it neither does anybody else need to know about like your like real like distraction with like like, really into foots dressed up as nuns like stuff mm-hmm. like that exactly whereas yeah. you know when i was growing when i was growing up like in the 80s and stuff you know pre-internet days uh like you were saying it's like good do you like blondes redheads or brunettes and that was what we wanted and I, that's what we got yeah when i was a kid it was like Blonde, brunette, redhead, maybe busty, you know, like yeah. big, big boobs. Well, that's that when it. magazines had two categories, Playboy or gross stuff. It's softcore or <laughs> yeah. hardcore. That's yeah. a, nice. That was it. It was literally like classy naked women yeah. or chicks getting drilled. And yeah. you could figure out the kind of person you were going to be depending on what you were into Both. when you were a kid. That that, was like... I swear to God, that, I think that's a character teller because I, I'll admit it, I was into the Playboy <laughs> when I was a guy. I, was like, I like nice Post yeah. airbrush, very demure. What was it like my women to look like soft angels? What was it like being so a little bad. girl? Yeah. Deliver sex to me on a flat. Sorry, I I had hustler. So you oh, you God. and your right. remember yeah. Sherry? And that stuff. Sherry? Oh yeah, oh, my high gosh. society. So oh. I traded micro machines exactly. for a high society. Nice. That is a epic. fact. I wow. see that that stuff offered deep anatomical knowledge that I didn't <laughs> ever want to know. Kind of like at fourteen, all I wanted to know was that, like, under that tanned hairbrush, airbrush, <laughs> there, hairbrush. there's somewhere in there is that, something I want. There lies the mists of Avalon. But, Someday I will visit them. Yeah, I don't want to look directly. <laughs> and I, I don't want to. I don't want to look directly at it in like Sherry and dispel the myth. Yeah, you know? exactly. like, well, it, it reached a point where it got so graphic it became clinical, and then that. That even became a niche itself, like, uh-huh. like using a speculum and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's like super close up stuff. Yeah, it literally does cross into the range of like this is almost medical. This is almost right. like, you know, 
more curiosity about the human body than it is like anything that turns me on like i guess yeah. it turns some people on that's why it's a thing it's but got, yeah there's a certain level of detail where it's like this is just science now <laughs> well i think it builds i think it builds science is hot we are strange monkeys yeah. we are well i think it builds upon itself i think i think that you know with the more availability of different niches and you know the more it's exposed to people the more you're going to have people who's like try that stuff out at an earlier age and then so like the whole level of desensitization <laughs> yeah. is just going to get younger yeah. and younger if the trend and continues. you're going to get some really weird weird well, stuff like maybe stuff that's like it's so far gone that it's not even sexual anymore. It's, it's called yeah. Japan. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> it already happened. No, but, but the, thing is, the, the thing is, there's so much That's porn. There's just, it's so, there's so much that it's just like, okay, this is cool. I'm bored. This is cool. I'm bored. Okay, this is, all right, cool. Well, I'm it, bored. It's harder and harder to get off to the same thing. So and it used so to be just you gets... would watch a woman by herself. You could watch a Sears catalog, a woman in underwear when you were a kid, and that would do it for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As you got older, it became like a naked woman. You got older, it became... Victoria's secret people catalog. in intercourse and then it became like you know now now like after all these waves of us like being desensitized it has to be like huge black men with tiny Japanese girls like, <laughs> in, right. in public on a bus that's also carrying passengers <laughs> yeah. who are all blind like, <laughs> vegan furries carrying cricket bats yeah <laughs> right right do they have big cricket bats no I know change it done <laughs> right and we're just crazy disparities you know like like old Jewish men from Miami with tribes women. Like, I see, I see these ones like, and I just come across them randomly. But like, there's these ones like, what is it? Uh, like three young women and one old guy, Ugh. like sixty-five, mm. and Ass. it's oh. and it's just like yeah. three beautiful young women right. somewhere. Yeah, S- somewhere well, some guy. That's what some, I mean. Look, what if it's an old guy? Though? If you're sixty-five, that could uh, be yeah. a dream. You know, like hey, wow. I guess that's me, the hey. whole thing. Does it come with Cialis? That trying one? to imagine yourself in the situation, and so. Uh, I just hope that it gets so far gone that it reverses on itself. And 60 years from now, people are watching like Victorian taboo ankle Ooh, porn. No, or like they're watching like <laughs> like slow motion footage of like a flower opening up, and they're all like, yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Show me your chrysanthemum. <laughs> exactly, stamen. Then, like the tulip, the virgin slowly opens. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I think that would be a beautiful way for our 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 fascination with just disgusting porn would if it just went so far deep into itself that, that it's it, like it came you know, around the other end there, yeah there, and it was just like you know what i just want to hear a nice love song there, there, <laughs> yeah, I, know, right? I think i think that there is there's a lot of people who theorize that there will be like a singularity where everything yeah. is, everything is done everything is remixed we've gone as far as we can go right. we've pushed it beyond all mortal means and it's literally going to, to break through and either reset and reset reset and the beca- clock and right. become like oh ankles you know like right. It's gonna like, and, and that's not just for porn, but for music too. Like, I mean, it's gonna become so produced, so pop, so energy, so crafted, and so scientifically right. done that right. eventually they're like, you know what? Just a banjo. Like, yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> Have you heard that new song, Unitone? <laughs> so good. Yeah. Uh. There's a, there's a I, I, Neil Stevenson, the Diamond Age, really good sci-fi book, as I talk about like a, ne- a a neo-Victorian age, like in the future, which is it's, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, it's it's it's, it's great read, but nice, fascinating, nice. but it's yeah, there's like a clan of like neo-Victorian people and the Confucian justice system, it's brilliant. I, <laughs> nice. I I see stuff like that happening, you know. I don't know. Oh, steampunk, God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> steampunk yeah, that's a thing, is right? so yeah. I don't know why I'm so annoyed by it. I shouldn't I think be. It was, They're that's nice people. The Renfair chicks no couldn't show off the clay, cleavage yeah. only like once a year, so they had to invent steampunk so yeah. they could. Pe- people like bring out the corsets. That's why cons yeah. now, Comic Con, all the con cosplay is a big thing. Like people realize it's really fun to put a lot of work, intricate yeah. work, into dressing up. Yeah. And so now it's Dickens. Now it's Renfair. Now it's steampunk. Now it's cosplay. Now it's Comic Con. Like I thought cosplay was like some a comedian putting roofies in my drink, but uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, sorry, I know. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I knew I brought you. On I, I know. I yeah. know. Someone had to do it. And uh, it's Mike Olson. I, I don't get it. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Michaels. Actually, the first time I saw that word, I had no. I was like cosplay. I know. It's not like does that involve Jello? Yeah. No, I thought it was something dirty I didn't know about. For those of you that like, don't know, cosplay is dressing up like your favorite, like you know, characters from either cartoons, movies, video games, etc. Right. Yeah. No, it's being um, being mentally arrested at age twelve for the rest of your life. So it, that's a lot of fun for a lot of people. Uh, sorry, I'm not into it. Some people enjoy it. 
Some people enjoy it. Some people are are grumpy and don't like it. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> well, we just got about to not know how to talk anymore. Uh, we got to wrap up the show here pretty Words soon. Words are hard, aren't they? Um, we're going to remind you that you are listening to KWTF 88.1 FM Bodega Bay. And remember, KWTF does rely on listener support and volunteer programmers. Get involved at KWTF.net. That's also where you can listen to us. You can also listen to old shows of ours. <laughs> the archives. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. The archives. Check the filing cabinet at opposingmedia.com. Dust right. off our old shows. Yeah. And you can find us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash opposingmedia or opposingmedia.com. You can get all the uh, the past episodes, including this episode, uh, and many more to come there. They're free, free to listen to, free to download. You can actually download, keep them themselves, share them with your friends. We do encourage that. And I suggest with our final two minutes, we let Mike Olson just say whatever he wants. Oh, God, no. Just give it over to Mike. Just put all the stress on him. Oh, no. Do See, it, Mike. I don't, I don't do Carry you, us. you guys are the improv people. Carry I, us. I, need, I, need, I need a script. Like, <laughs> just do your like, material. Just do it. No, no, no. Let's ask Mike Olson questions that he has to answer in one word. Oh, God. Excellent. Uh, right, I love it. What's, what's what do you your do? Favorite, now I'm an improver. What's your okay. favorite food? Pizza. All right. What are you doing for Valentine's Day? Card. What gets you off? The, <laughs> what gets you off the most? The bus. This is one word, Mike. Just keep it going. <laughs> I remember when that used to do that to me too. You're not alone. <laughs> Joe, let's get one word questions for Mike. Uh, let's see. What's what? Your, what, how did you? How would you describe love? <laughs> Can I say pizza again? Yes. <laughs> yes, you may. Joe. That's beautiful. I, I, you know what? I'm not good at just... I like, to ask, I like to ask complex questions. Yeah, it no, it's just like, one, like, what's your favorite f- childhood memory? Mm, yes. Pizza. pizza. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a, it was a glorious thing. We didn't get it all the time. It was like a special yeah, moment. Yeah, it was right? like we go there and then 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 there there are video games and Chuck E. Cheese and lots oh, of germs. Yeah, and, yeah. But we were vaccinated, so it was okay. If you yeah. Could, yeah. If you could sum up all your exes in one word, what would it be? Random. <laughs> nice. <Okay>. Nice. <laughs> Uh, is that just about uh, doing we, for us? Well, yeah, we're just running out of time. So once again, uh, we've had Mike Olson here in the studio. Local Thank com- you, Mike. Mike Olson. Also with us tonight, Stephen Thomas, Joe Kroll, Adam Aragon. Missing tonight, Matlock Sumstake, but uh, not He's forgotten. He's with the Lord now. Missing, but oh. not forgotten. We are Opposing Media. Check us out at opposingmedia.com. We Thank are you. Opposing Media.